This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler, General Manager at WZIP. Joining me is Chris Dimmler. He's a Senior Assistant Director of Undergraduate Admissions here at the University of Akron. Also coming up a little later in the show, good news with Gary. That would be University of Akron President Gary Miller. But first, a name you've heard, a voice you've heard. And so, a face you don't want to see. That's that's what we're, that's right. We don't have any webcams in this studio. Um, <laughs> maybe someday. Um, we want to talk about you know really all things undergraduate admissions because I know it sounds cliche, but it's, it is very true. I mean, it, it is a year round uh, endeavor. Oh, three sixty five. Yeah. So this time of year, is there for, is there anything specific that goes on with admissions? Um, during, like, say, February going into March from, from your standpoint, and then let's talk about maybe from that high school student, that potential transfer student, their parents, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. The What's big, going on right now? Yeah, the biggest thing is money, right? So the FAFSA uh, opened up or became available October 1st of the senior year, so you fill that out the year before you enroll at a university. Uh, our prior deadline was January 1st, but students and families can still submit that, and we just encourage them to do that as soon as possible. For those that did submit their FAFSA by that January 1st deadline, our financial office is tirelessly working to get all that information processed, and we'll be sending out award notifications uh, beginning in March. So that's the, a, the big thing right now. Our families are visiting campuses maybe for the first time or, or second or third time even, and figuring out what feels like home, but then also how much is this going to cost me? Because that's that's a big of part. Uh, sure. Know, and we understand that. So right now we, we do have people visiting campus and participating in our virtual events um, and then just waiting for those financial award offers. I had a, a, a friend of the family that was um, really, really, really frustrated over FAFSA. Just, this has been just a few weeks ago. Um, and she's on social media asking anybody, everybody, you know, for a little bit of help. I mean, is it, is it really all that confusing? Is it, do you think it's kind of tough to do? And if it is, how do you, how do you get past that? What resources do we have? Yeah. I mean, just like, uh, submitting your taxes, right? It, it should be a lot easier, but it can be challenging for some folks. So we actually have contracted out a financial aid support center that is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All you have to do is call 330-972-7032, or you can use the online chat through our website, uh, and they'll help you out 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if you're not submitting your FAFSA to the University of Akron, or it is one of the schools you're including on your FAFSA, they'll walk you through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know offhand, just anecdotally, what where do people get tripped up on that? Any ideas? All the things. I mean, oh. I mean <laughs> <laughs> just be well, anywhere. Yeah, because you know it. it it's always challenging to remember what does this term mean? And it's, it's a lot of times terms you haven't even heard of. How do I create an FSA ID? I know what that means, that you, that's your electronic signature. Instead of signing a physical form and mailing mm-hmm. it in, you do it online now. And so you have to create an FSA ID. How do I do that? If you had a former student or yourself went to college a few years ago, you may already have an FSA ID, but you don't remember it. So you have to reset okay. it. And how many times do you try to log into something? And it's like, oh, reset your password and right. you forgot Constantly. it. Constantly, so, yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of folks just getting started can sometimes be a big roadblock. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you get past that, it's just submitting all your information. There's also the uh, IRS data retrieval tool uh, on the FAFSA that helps folks out a lot because it inputs a lot of the data for you. Do you know, I mean, outside of maybe that tax information and, and maybe figuring out in advance if you have that ID, um, are there other things that, that somebody might want to gather just your personal information. And the okay. biggest thing is, you know, you have to have an FSA ID for the parent or guardian and the student. Um, so a lot of times, you know, maybe the parent filled it out for themselves again a while ago or, or something. So, yeah. yeah. And sometimes, unfortunately, we have students that 
aren't coming from a stable situation and they may not have a parent or guardian with them. So there's a special process for them. And of course, would have them reach out to our financial office for assistance okay. on that. Now, you said that, that is, people should be in process with that now or they should have already done it by now. A lot of folks have already submitted it by the January 1st priority deadline. But if you haven't, that's kind of like the homework for the weekend is, is stay inside and get your FAFSA done mm -hmm. um, and send that to every school that you are thinking about. You know, make sure you're listing all those schools, even if it's a dream school or the backup plan or wherever you can list up to 10 different colleges and universities on one FAFSA at once. So okay. if your list is narrowed down to 10, send it to every t all the schools. And then after you're admitted to that institution, they'll process that information. What, you, what happens? I, I submit that FAFSA. <laughs> I'm interested in the University of Akron. Then what happens from there? Uh, hopefully the federal government approves the Pell tables and everything <laughs> in a timely manner. And that's really usually the holdup every year is is that information doesn't happen until they approve the federal budget and then that information is released to all the schools and then the schools have to import you know, all the data from the current students, from their prospective students that are uh, admitted now for the fall, all that kind of stuff and are processing all that information. So it's a big undertaking, okay. but we have a, a great financial aid office staff that are taking care of that right now. And even though you said, you know, finance is obviously a huge part of it. It's, it's, it's part of, you know, it's part of going to college, part of planning for college, but there are other things that have to do with embarking in a college career. For sure. The first thing is applying, right? So you have to apply to a school. Um, so we still are accepting applications for the fall semester for new students, for transfer students, for adult students, everyone. Um, so just go to the Akron homepage. You'll click, see the big apply now button. Click that. And we are automatically waiving the $50 application fee for all students. Uh, we are continuing to be ACT and SAT test optional. So if you haven't taken either test or just aren't happy with the score that you received when you took it, you can still receive full admission and scholarship consideration to UA. Okay. What else do you need? Your high school transcript. So you'll That's talk it. to your, your school counselor say, hey, I applied to Akron. Can you email my transcript? A lot of times the counselors I work with, they just send me a PDF and they say, hey, here's the transcript. And we can get a students admitted in a day or two. Okay. Um, minimum GPA, do we have one? So we do a holistic review. So we're going to look at that cumulative GPA, but also the grade trend. Um, especially with COVID, we're still seeing lasting impacts on student GPAs because they learned for a year virtually mm -hmm. or a year and a half. Or, hey, if I didn't learn a lot virtually and then I have to take that next class, I don't have that foundation. So a lot of students are still struggling in their courses, even if they are back in person. And so we're looking at the grade trend. You know, did you have a great freshman year, a good sophomore year? Oh, COVID happened, had a hard time transitioning. Hey, but then you picked it back up now in person. Great. And so we're going to want to give those students a chance at the university and admit them uh, you know, to main campus. You know, I, I don't know if this was just an Akron thing or this is more um, of a trend we're seeing, you know, across the region, across the nation, where we are taking more of that holistic approach. I don't know if most colleges and universities are still you know, have a pretty hard line on, oh, you have to have this kind of SAT or ACT or this GPA or, you know, I, I hear people stressing about writing essays for mm. their college um, uh, applications. Yep. And I, I'm not hearing that from you. And I just, I don't yeah. know if we're kind of setting our own trend or if we're part of a larger trend. Uh, Unfortunately, it varies by by university, and, and so if you look at some of those bigger, I would say name brand universities, you see them play on you know primetime Saturday night football. You know they may have a little <laughs> bit more rigorous standards. Where if you're mid majors that you're looking at, they may have that more holistic review. There still is some minimum criteria to meet with GPA and test mm -hmm. score potentially, um, but then specifically for us, if you kind of are on that border of ah, I don't know if you're being accepted or not. We do accept essays from students, too, and, and letters of recommendation from their counselor or teachers because it could kind of paint that full picture. We don't want students to be just the numbers on the page. We want to know about the student. So it could be, 
I struggled sophomore year because that was the COVID year, junior year, or something really drastic happened in my family situation. Mm -hmm. Someone passed away or something, and I overcame it these ways, and it took me a while, but I struggled. Those are great students, and those are the stories we need to hear to be like, this mm -hmm. is a good student. We really want to give the opportunity to to pursue their dreams here at the University of Akron. Well, and I'll tell you what, it makes a lot of sense, and it coincides with other things I hear from students that, and I, I know I've said this on the show before, but it, it continues to be true. The the number of students that have told me that they are surprised and pleasantly surprised that they come to an institution of this size and they don't feel like that number. They don't feel like that, yeah. just that application mm -hmm. that has some data and you just kind of blindly say yay or nay, that, that that's not the, that's not where you're starting. Right. And then when they get to people like me and across the campus, certainly not just here. Um, no, just you, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Humbly, I say, <laughs> I, I am the best. Yes. Chris will be back next week. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do hear from students. They, they really like the fact that they, they do feel like there's a personal relationship, mm -hmm. that they, that people do know them, that they are a part of the campus. You know, not again, not just some some student ID number. Yeah, exactly. You know, and some professors in a cubicle somewhere, and there's like no real relationship. They there's a lot of one on one here, and people, you know, I don't know that I would have expected that with an institution this size. I mean, exactly. we're not the biggest, um, but um, you know, maybe if you're going to a really like you know some of the private colleges that are you know two three thousand students. And that's right for some people. Mm -hmm. But I think some people want what we have to offer, but also some of what you would be getting there. For sure. And I, I think we do a pretty decent job of like combining all of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not perfection, but I don't know. No, I mean, for a good mid to large size public institution, but to still carry about an 18 to 1 faculty student ratio. So 93% of the classes are 50 students or less, 73% of the classes are 30 students or less. So you're not having these giant lecture hall, you're not mm -hmm. just being able to. I guess, unfortunately for me, when I was a freshman, I wasn't able just to have my head down and fall asleep in class because the professors <laughs> knew who I was. They could tell I was sleeping in class. So they, they made sure I was paying attention. Um, but that's uh, the good thing is that your, your professors do know who you are. And, and that's really cool for me being a former student and not working full time. My professors remember me. They're like, you're wearing basketball shorts and a hoodie to class every day. Now you're wearing a, a shirt tie and a suit. Like, what is going on? And it's really cool that you are able to develop those relationships. Mm -hmm. I remember some of those large lectures. I think we've all had them. Yeah. But I think when I was a student, and this was, you know, literally over 30 years ago, there were a lot more of those yeah. than, there, <laughs> than now. No, we, I think I think these students today at this university have a 100% different experience. And I don't, I'm not saying mine was bad. I'm just saying that what there is today is way better. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Now, for people who are, you know, wanting to take that next step, maybe they haven't even applied. They're thinking about schools. They want to learn more about us other than just a website. We are welcoming people on campus, oh, correct? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we have daily visits. So Monday through Friday at 10.15 and 2.15, we are, have our daily information session and campus tours. So it just gives you kind of a general overview of the University of Akron, that application process, scholarship opportunities, ways to get involved, and you get to see campus. And I think, you know, going into the rec center, which has been voted as high as number fourth in the nation for any college university, is like, oh, wow, this is pretty awesome. I always ask people, have you been over there? <laughs> yeah. and they have. I'm like, you really, you, you, you seriously should, need to. You need to, yeah. Go to the student union, see the bowling alley and the pool tables, the movie theater. So you can see it's a real campus. And there's that fun stuff along with the academic excellence that we mm -hmm. offer. So we have those all the time. We have some major visit days coming up, too, including div Discovering Diversity Day. That will be this Friday. Is that a new one? We've, we've hosted it every year. So you just... Uh, you've you've been there, I'm sure. Okay, I missed you, it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, there, there, there's tables. It's a, an opportunity for us to 
a lot of times bus in some students from some districts that maybe won't have the transportation to visit on their own. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really great day to show them, hey, we want you to be here on campus. They hear from our Office of Multicultural Development, from our ORS office. So, hey, come here, have a good time. And there's amazing resources and support services here for mm -hmm. you to make sure that you're going to be successful. So that's an amazing program. I've just, uh, at a couple of the recent visits, I've had people ask me, uh, a couple parents, maybe a student, ask specific questions about diversity. Mm on the campus and just wanting to make sure they were going to be recognized and, and, and heard, mm. you know, and I mean, from my standpoint, they certainly will be. Um, yeah, Dr. I, Rice I, is doing I had, a great I, job. That's not something I used to hear as much about, at least from people coming in. Yeah. We've been doing it for, for a really, really long time. Yeah. But I, I don't usually have a lot of student questions about it or parent questions about it. And I thought it was kind of cool, actually, that they asked. Mm -hmm. um, nobody's making assumptions that way, either way, about anything, right. you know, so... Yeah, so I mean, diversity for, is on the 11th. Now, is that something, is that almost like by invitation only? No. Nope. Or can... It's okay. on the website. It's open. The agenda is posted there. It's open registration. More than, anyone's more than welcome to attend that day. You know, it is a Friday, so you may have school, but if you don't have a test that day, maybe take the day off. Uh, and, you can skip. Yeah, just yeah. skip. It's fine. You, I give you approval. I'll sign the yeah, letter. Chris said so. <laughs> I mean... Um, <laughs> the following week, we also have a virtual financial aid session. So maybe rolling back to those folks who maybe haven't submitted their FAFSA yet, they're wondering... How can I get started? What are some tips and tricks to do that? We have a virtual session coming up. Uh, I think it's the 15th. So right after Don Valentine's Day, you can fall in love with the FAFSA again and then do that. <laughs> and that'll be followed by our pre-med visit day. So students who are interested in some common tracks that would get you to medical school, maybe that's biology, biomedical science, or biomedical engineering. Those are all highlighted that day. And then we have our first senior day on President's Day. So that is a day a lot of students will have school off. Um, for President's Day. So that'll be that following Monday on the mm -hmm. 21st. Come to campus, get a tour, talk to those academic areas. We're going to have a giant college fair, but it's every department just at the university. So you can go talk to the College of Business, go two tables down, talk to the school communication, go two tables down, talk to the marching band or esports or Army RTC. So it's a one-stop shop for anything you need to do about campus. So if you feel a little bit behind in that college search process, you're caught right back up that day. Okay. And, we, and there's a couple of those this yeah, semester, Yeah, right? there's going to be one in March as well on a Friday. So again, may not have school off for that one, but it's very valuable to come to, uh, to to come learn more about campus. I hear uh, sometimes whether, I don't know, it's like at a faculty meeting or maybe comes, well, I, I probably originates from your office anyway, when, when we have students who have applied, they've been admitted, but then they haven't, we don't know for sure if they're coming. What's, <laughs> I mean, what's, how does, what's that timeline look like? What does that mean? The, the confirmation and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So once students are ready to say, I want to join the Zips family, they do something called confirming their enrollment. So there's a $145 confirmation fee they pay online. That's 100% refundable until June 1st. So if we're at the top of your list, it's better to confirm because that kind of unlocks their next steps of placement testing, orientation, advising, and they're able to get that class schedule as a new freshman. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so that's, that's kind of the next big thing to be like, yep, Akron's the spot for me. Or maybe, hey, Akron's not the spot for me. Then go confirm at that other school. We just want you to be happy. We don't want to give you that hard sell. You hate it and then leave after a semester. Mm -hmm. Okay. So well, let me ask you this. I don't know if we talked about this before. You're local, right? Born and raised. Okay. What was your process like going through this stuff? I mean, did yeah. you do the campus <laughs> visit and all that stuff or yeah, so, you sort of signed up and went to class? Yeah, <laughs> almost that. Yeah. So uh, born and raised here, went to uh, Akron Public Schools all my whole time in, in undergrad or, you know, as a student. Um Never really did college visits, so I looked online. I didn't either. Looked online, be like, ah, it's right here in my backyard. I did our pre-engineering program at my high school, and so I was like, where's a good school that has engineering? Luckily, Akron, yeah, Akron has sure. an amazing program. I also was thinking potentially business, so I looked for a university with engineering and business. 
Again, that's Akron. Good thing I did. I lasted about one day in civil engineering, and then I switched to marketing. And I was like, I should not be building bridges. Legos and connects is about my level of what I should be building with. And so switching to business was a great choice for that me. That was me with uh, microeconomics. So <laughs> <laughs> that business major didn't last too long for me. To this day, I'd like to go back and take some of those classes again. Yeah. Luckily, micro was on a curve it. for me. Uh, <laughs> I was curved C+. Plus, so I didn't. <laughs> So you, yeah, okay. So you, you didn't have some of these things that some of the other people do, but that's yeah. So and I, I think I just got really lucky that I found the University of Akron, kind of just backed into it, and joined our Emerging Leader Program as a freshman. And so I got to move in a week early, meet a hundred new students before everyone else moved in, and just a life changing experience. To get I'll involved. tell you what, that's always fun to talk about that the the whole you know welcome weekend, yeah. the Nuru weekend. Those emerging leaders are out and about, mm-hmm. but there's you know a million other people. And that's just, and this past year was really, really fun, I think, because we needed that. We needed that face-to-face. For we sure. needed people on the campus. I was thinking about that just, you know, this week. It's obviously been cold and nothing, you know, a little bit warmer than what we did have, but it's still, it's January, right? Or right. February now. Um, the number of people I'm seeing on campus, like just like when classes let out mm-hmm. and stuff like that is, it's nice. Yeah, you we know, love really having nice. that, that that human interaction finally again. And, and Nuru Weekend was amazing this past year. Uh, WZIP playing music on Coleman Common yeah. for, for right after convocation. Then you had to meet your faculty. And then you got to go to Roof Fest and get, join a student organization, join the anime club or the ballroom dance club or whatever you want to get into. And so it was, it was awesome to give students that opportunity to, to get involved. We kind of almost had two freshman classes together because those – Students who are right. were sophomores, they didn't. There were opportunities for involvement, but it was a lot of virtual programs. Yeah. So they actually were able to have that full experience as well this past year. And so, looking forward to another freshman class, you know, this August, um, and they'll get to go through that same thing and get involved and meet new friends. Yeah, that and, sounds and, fun. And have a new new life. And plus, you know, the weather's going to be. <laughs> It'll be perfect. <laughs> It'll be way better than it is today. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> All right. Anything else going on in undergraduate admissions we should know about? Plenty of information on the website, I know. Of course, yeah. uakron.edu slash apply to do that application. uakron.edu slash visit to visit. It's Good News with Gary, featuring University of Akron President Gary L. Miller. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all staying warm. And here's some good, warm news from the University of Akron. First, I'm always excited to learn about the research of our faculty, especially when they're working on real-world problems. We've heard a lot in the news about issues that have brought about significant disruption in the supply chain and have led to shortages and price inflation. Siki Ma, an assistant professor at the University of Akron Department of Management, recently published a research article with co-authors suggesting that the collaborative supply chain professionals we need might just be women. Ma and his co-authors, John Aloysius of the University of Arkansas, and Lee Howe of Amazon Web Services recognized that like other business processes, supply chain dynamics might be influenced by the gender makeup of the professionals in the field. The researchers found that women tend to be very collaborative when making supply chain decisions. Men and women are also found to be more collaborative when working with female supply chain partners because they expect women to be more collaborative. And supply chain teams composed of all women were found to achieve the best supply chain performance in comparison to mixed gender and all-male teams. Not only does Professor Ma's groundbreaking research show that it's a wise decision to hire women, but it may push firms to consider providing benefits such as flexible work scheduling, paid leave, and childcare. 
Here's some great news for undergraduate students who are pursuing a Bachelor of Science degree in one of our STEM areas, such as engineering, biology, and chemistry. The National Science Foundation has awarded the University of Akron a $1.5 million grant over six years to fund scholarships for high-achieving STEM majors who have a demonstrated financial need. These scholarships will eliminate some pressure on students who may be working while in school. Participating students will receive faculty and peer mentoring opportunities each month and weekly tutoring sessions to boost math skills. Incoming University of Akron students participating in the scholarship program will be enrolled in the same freshman level classes to create learning communities that help increase student retention and build a sense of belonging. This program is also open to part-time students who are often overlooked when it comes to scholarship opportunities. This is an incredible opportunity for UA STEM students and will allow them the time they need to focus on coursework without worrying about finances. Finally, I'd like to thank the staff of our own WZIP radio station for their production support of the Good News with Gary podcast. The student-run station is a program of the School of Communication and serves as a wonderful example of hands-on learning at the University of Akron. WZIP provides opportunities for students interested in careers in broadcasting, sales and marketing, engineering, journalism, and other areas. WZIP is not just for communication students, however. Students from all majors are involved, and they do everything from selecting and editing music and serving as DJs to broadcasting athletic events and creating podcasts. The station is currently a finalist for awards in six different categories in a national competition held by the Intercollegiate Broadcasting System. In addition to tuning into this podcast, I also encourage you to check out WZIP's in-house news, public affairs, sports and music programs, including one of the country's most popular polka music shows on Saturday mornings. Special thanks to WZIP General Manager Chris Kepler, University of Akron alumnus David Campbell, and current University of Akron student Dan Groen, who have made recording Good News with Gary podcasts a terrific experience for me. Well, that's some recent good news from the University of Akron. Please join me soon for another Good News with Gary podcast. Good News with Gary is first released on the University of Akron's YouTube channel, so that would be a great place to subscribe if you want to uh, be up to date on the latest happenings at the University of Akron, YouTube, other social media, very, very easy to find. And that'll do it this week for Zips Unlimited. I'm Chris Kepler. Thanks for listening. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM. Z- 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 Z-